This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, pastor here at Radio Missions, where the gospel goes out on a regular basis, over about 100 radio stations with the old Trailblazer, and then about 100 stations with the Voice of Truth, where the late Pastor L.R. Shelton's messages. Uh, he was a founder and a pastor of this ministry for many, many years, and uh, we still air his broadcast every Sunday morning over about 100 radio stations. If you're interested in that, I'd like for you to send you a log of all of our stations. And then we're broadcasting over the Internet. You can pick us up. Go there to our website, radiomission.org, and you can find our website there. You can find out what we most surely believe here at Radio Mission. And a little background on the old trailblazer, and uh, I like to do that. I like to know who I'm listening to, don't you? But I'm just, I tell you, oftentimes, I'm just an old country boy. The Lord picked up and saved and uh, back there many years ago and uh, made me, the, gave me this this pulpit here that pastor this church after Pastor Shelton died and Brother Herman Gale was a pastor for about 15 years. And then the Lord called me, give me grace to come here. And I'm still going. I tell folks that I'm crippled and decrepit and don't get around too much, but the Lord has given me a little bit of clarity of mind, and I know uh, I know how the Lord saves a sinner, and that's what preaching is, telling folks how the Lord saves a sinner. I, I know I met a friend of mine up in Orley, Alabama many years ago, and I'd been up in the mountains in Tennessee, and I come back by his house. Never had met him, but someone told me, said, if you ever go up that way, you stop by and see Brother Floyd Key in Alabama. Arley, Alabama, and uh, wife and I drove in, and uh, he was out in the yard. He had moved his car out from under the carport, and uh, I, I pulled in the driveway and was going to pull over on the shoulder, and he said, no, he pointed, pointed under the carport. Put your car under there, and I did. I thought that was gracious of him, and we went in the house. He was an elderly man and his wife. We went on in, sat down, introduced ourselves, and we hadn't got set down good. He said, tell me how the Lord saved you. Tell me how the Lord saved you, brother. And he and I sat there a good while talking about the Lord, talking about how the Lord saves a sinner. Now, if I come into your house, if I ask you, how, can you tell me how the Lord saved you? Oh, I don't, I, don't, I, can't, I can't put it in words. I can't, well, stutter and stumble and sputter and sputter. But, but tell me how the Lord saved you. I ask folks to write me and tell me how the Lord saved you. I asked you, if you're sitting in church next Sunday morning and someone sits down beside you on the pew and it gets quiet in there, turn around to turn to them. Say, tell me how the Lord saved you. Tell me when the Lord saved you. Christ real to you. My friend, we, are we ashamed? Are we ashamed to take a stand? The Apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of the God towards saving the sinner. But let's go back to our study. We're looking at the total depravity. That's why we like we are. We totally depraved. But my friend, the Lord gives us grace. Apostle Paul said, um, thy grace is sufficient. Did you know the Lord will give you grace? Have you ever asked the Lord for grace? Have you ever asked the Lord for strength? Just boldness to speak out for the Lord? Now, I often tell my folks here, some of them got the lockjaw when they come to prayer meeting time. Won't say a frazzling word. Won't say a blame word. Oh, my friend, listen, listen. What you going to do when you get to heaven? You're going to go over and find a rock somewhere and hide behind it to keep from rejoicing in the Lord? You're not going to be able to sing hallelujah? Hallelujah! That's the Christ died for sinners. Oh, my friend. But let, let just ask the Lord for grace. Give you grace to, to be bold for the Lord. To be bold for the Lord. I, I, I have to do that all the time. I have to sit here behind this microphone. And I have to ask the Lord for grace. But let's go back to our study. 
we, we're looking at the depravity of the human heart, and we saw several, several ways how that man is depraved, but let's look at another angle. The sinfulness of the human nature is seen in pride. Pride. Man is the most proud creature of all of God's creation. Pride is woven into the very wharf and woof of our very nature. Proud. Many times when we're at prayer and try to make up a use of a humble expression, they betray our pride. I often tell folks here in our prayer meeting, you don't have to make a long, uh, go into a long, oh God, I thank thee who thou art and blessed is. No, you don't have to do all that. You know what I do? Come to the Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me. And then, Lord, help. Lord, save my folks. Save my family. Save my congregation. Save my radio listeners. Lord, send the Holy Spirit to, to awaken the souls that are on my heart from all over, from California to Florida, from New York to New Mexico, across this nation scattered back in the Appalachian Mountains, in the Smoky Mountains, out there in Colorado. Lord, save those folks. Lord, awaken them first. Save them. That, that's how you pray, folks. You don't have to. No, you don't have to do all that. And then I tell you folks here, if you, if you don't know anything else to say, like old Peter, if you bow down under the weight and load and guilt of sin, just do like old Peter. He said, Lord, help. Lord, help. You you tell you tell the Lord, Lord, old trailblazer, Old Trailblazer said, we don't have to have a long a flow in prayer. No, I hate that, don't you? Don't you hate that? Don't you hate that to hear somebody put on airs, as we call it, try to make up a long, sweet, swelling prayer and say it? No, so I don't want to hear that. Lord, help. Lord, thank you. Amen. Lord, thank you. And I tell folks, when you get up in the morning, put your feet on the floor. Don't matter if it's concrete floor or dirt floor or wood floor or carpet floor. When, you, when your feet sit down on that floor after you've had a good night's rest or maybe you hadn't slept any, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Thank you, Lord, for, for just giving me this fresh, good breathing air to breathe. That's right. That's right. And then thank you, Lord, for long life you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for that. But listen now. We see an enemy to God proud of his honesty. We see sinful, guilty wretch proud of his morality. Oh, my friend, you ever seen a man, a young man, proud of his being macho? I've heard folks get up and spout off about who they were and whipped everybody on the block when they was young and coming up. And I've heard men brag about how they could drink all night and never get drunk. I've heard folks do all that stuff. That's just pride, my friend. Priding himself in that he's better than the other fellers when all the time he's corrupt inside and outside and there's no goodness whatsoever. No. We see an enemy to God proud of his honesty, bragging that he pays his debt, treats his fellow man right, yet he's robbing God all the time. Robbing God. Are you robbing God? You know, most of you who hear me here and hear the, our broadcast over the, our, our regular services on Sunday, you never hear hardly anything about money. We don't ask for money. Hardly ever. We just ask you to help us with the broadcast a little bit. And once in a while, we get kind of uh, maybe a little sarcasm. You know, sarcasm is the best thing I know of. I ask folks to go out in the backyard and dig up that old coffee can and send me $100. You know, back when I was a child, folks would bury money in the yard. They would. They'd take a, a syrup bucket, 
clean it good and put a lid on it and dig a hole in the backyard when nobody wasn't looking and put a few dollars in there. And uh, and, and I, I remember those days. And I mentioned that on the radio one day, and a man sent me a Folgers coffee can with $20 in it. He said, Trailblazer, that's all the money I had that I could send you. I'll send you some more later. I thought that was great. I did. I thought that was so great. And uh, I know the old Trailblazer, just an old corn pone. I had a man call me the other day, and he said, I like that corn pone preaching. I do, because you tell it like it is. And my friend, the Lord gives me grace to tell it like it is. You know, we all, I, I tell folks, we all, we're talking about these hierarchy, these uh, uh, televangelists that's on the TV with 30,000 members and, and these people, hierarchy, and the prelates and the popes, and all, they put their britches on just like I do. I get up every morning and sit on the side of my bed and put my britches on, and that's what I hope they do. I hope they do, but my friend, we're all just alike. There's no difference. The Lord said he's no respecter of person. He don't look upon you because you're fair and blue-eyed and blonde-headed and curly-haired. He don't look on you on that. The Lord looks on the heart. Oh, and the heartful is, heart is deceitful above everything and desperately wicked. But listen, we see a man proud of his chastity, and yet his thoughts are full of lasciviousness and uncleanliness. Hid under a veneer of religion, trying to live a life decent enough to get by with. That's that's one of the things that turns folks away from from church membership, my friend, and church attendance because they see they see folks, they see folks, they see folks. Oh, my friend, they see folks. Are are you are you the same person in church and uh, out of church? Are you the same worker out there on a job? Are you? Are you out there on a the job? My friend, we, we live in a day today when men are sold. In the business that I used to own, folks steal from you fast as a dog could trot. I'm telling you, my friend, man by nature. Let's, let's go back now. Let's go back and look at it. But he's, he's, he's proud of his chastity, who he is and what he is. And yet his thoughts are full of lasciviousness and unclean and hidden under a veneer of religion, trying to live just decent enough to get by with. Strip off that cloak of religion, and you will find a bawling cauldron of lust and hell and moral corruption. We see a man proud of his praise of fellow men. Men like to be patted on the back. We, we will sit in the choir after a night of reverie and try to sing praise unto God. Oh, like a buzzard puking, ain't it? Just like an old buzzard. I've known men who sat in the choir that, that was out on the streets at night. I do. I do, my friend. I, I well remember years ago, years ago, Pastor Shelton was living, and he had a preacher come from somewhere, and I don't know the particulars, but he had a preacher come somewhere was going to preach for him on Sunday morning. And we had prayer meeting on Saturday night there in a the little country church and got out about 8 o'clock, and this preacher we found out he got directions to go across the river over to the Bourbon Street where the nightlife was, and he didn't come in until 1, 2 o'clock. Someone had to get up and let him in. Well, he didn't preach in Pastor Shelton's pulpit. Pastor put the rollers under him. We don't do that, my friend. Your heart ain't right. You you looking for a place of uh, honky-tonk? You looking for a place of, of, of strip dancing and all of those things? You're not saved. You, you don't have no... You ought to be ashamed to even crack the Bible open. You ought to look at it to where it says, it is a point on the man once to die after death, the judgment. I imagine that fellow dead and on going on to hell now if he never did repent. Isn't that awful? 
to, to come here as a visiting preacher and spend the night over on Bourbon Street and where the revelry and the making, having fun and drinking and carousing, my friend, that's that's not. But but how much of that goes on under the cloak of religion? That's what that man was. He was a big preacher from somewhere. I don't remember his name, but uh, I'm sure he's dead and gone on. That's been 40, 50 years ago. But I was there. I remember it. And my friend, I, I wish I could get, I wish I could say something that would uh, turn your heart towards the Lord, if, let you know that we are sinners by nature. All of us, I'm an old sinner saved by grace. I had a woman call me one day and said, don't call yourself a sinner, trailblazer. Well, I said, well, that's what I am, an old sinner saved by grace. But remember, we'll be here tomorrow with another message, and you tell someone else about it. Crawl across the back fence and tell them the old trailblazer's coming on. And then help me with the broadcast a little if you can, just a little. You don't it can be little or much. We used to have a lady send a stamp every month, three or four cent stamp. Remember, my mailing address, the old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.